So this is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15. You can um, follow the... I should have learnt this after 10 years. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm-hmm. Morning, Frank. Morning. Hello, morning. It will be... Happy a... Easter. Oh, and to you, my friend. We Is got, that what you um, say in the church, my friend? Would that go down well? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be all right. Into that speak. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. I'll uh, use that. But well, you only have to say not to each other. Though, oh, God, oh right? okay. Um, my my, my son wished me a happy Good Friday yesterday, which slightly goes against the old Catholic mood of Good Friday. Oh, and right. it was, uh, I'm, I was fine with that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a year to the day. Uh, I know tomorrow it'll be a year to the day since Frank performed fabulous work as an on-air doula and helped my sister Amy bring her baby boy Jude into the world. I remember Thank that. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. This is from 091. We wondered if Frank had been called in since then to assist in any other medical situations. That's from Ruth. I think so you, you shouted go. push, push, didn't you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And that helped, apparently. Yeah, I, I did that um, over... Uh, CB radio. <laughs> so Turns out it's a lot easier than they make it out to be the doula uh, thing. Yeah, giving birth in a Luton van on a hard yeah. shoulder near um, Wickham. Yeah, that was a big moment for me. They sent photos and stuff. And uh, oh, the uh, placenta in the uh, glove compartment. Yes. Okay. To the, to the tune of uh, Girlfriend in a Coma. That's Morning. What, that's what they sang to me. Morning, everyone. Hit the ground running, haven't we? Oh, we've got we've got uh, chocolate uh, chocolate rabbits from oh, the producer. My where's my rabbit? Lint. Is Did it Lind? It through there? Or yeah. Lind? Oh, Lind is what someone called Linda would have been called in Birmingham when I was a teenager. <laughs> we never went to the second syllable of anyone. <laughs> Lind. Yeah, Lind. Um, well, I, this, can I say? Yeah, that's my, there you go. that's my tradition. I tell you what, I love about the bunny's it, bell is that. Um, our former producer always used to get us a chocolate Lynn Bonnie oh, at Easter. Don't talk about the yeah. partner. I know. And what, what I love about it is not only has Sarah got us one, she's got us one slightly bigger than the ones we used to get. <laughs> oh, is it the bigger? There's a, yeah, there's a feeling, you know, we've all we've all upsized somewhat. <gasps> oh. hey? hey, we've gone deluxe. That's the suggestion. Because oh. <laughs> they've, they've got no interest in the past, the young people. No respect for the golden age. Not interested oh, in history. Right? No, it's all about progress now. Is yeah. <laughs> it? You know, people used to think that the ancients was a golden age which we'd receded from, but now, of course, people think things are always getting better. Uh, there you go, put that in your um, chocolate pipes and I mean, smoke it on Easter Saturday. Arguably, things are always getting better. You, do you believe that? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a general trend. Yeah, you won't leave my age. Upwards. I don't mind that, but I don't like it when um, people sneer at you. I'm not suggesting anyone in this room does this for mentioning something that happened in the year before they were born. Now that's I mentioned oh, Julian right, Dix not long ago to someone, <clears> and he said, "Can you talk about people on this side of the millennium?" Yeah, oh. see, what I can't <laughs> forgive for that is they didn't say, "Do you know Julian Dix?" You could have said, "No," but thanks for the tip. <laughs> Well, I can't several levels. No, I'm, I'm amazed that Alan thinks everything's getting better. He's one of the grumpiest men I know. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. But I, I specifically said I think the general trend is up. Oh, OK. <laughs> I didn't say my mood is specifically getting better. Um, I, well, I'll tell you, on, on, the, on the sense of uh, improvement and progress, I went uh-huh. to the, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium oh, yeah. for a game. How was that? Sorry for your loss. It's well, no, they won. So Huddersfield Wallaby. Yeah, I know. Ow, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. We were playing Huddersfield. I mean, yeah. We, we. My God, what's happened to you? What the? Oh, I can't. I can't do the rest of the show. OMG! You can't do the rest of your life. Oh my! OMG! I take it back about things getting better. Oh, he just said we. I'm sorry. He just said we. Have you got any of that chlorodil? <laughs> I can't. That I, that's genuinely upset me. Yeah, I know. Oh man! Thank goodness ah. we got a break. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm still reeling. 
Oh, yeah, wow, you're own, not the only one. my son supports her. Frank Skinner is a Tottenham supporter. No, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my son is a Tottenham supporter. And, uh, um, oh, anyway. On his behalf, you said we. Your yeah. love for yeah. him just gave you... You meant you had an inclusive moment there. That's what it was. It was okay. empathy. Let's yeah. put it there. It was a family we, Frank. I had... Um, I love a family <laughs> we. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you actually part the car. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we, um, I tell you what, I was talking, I was at the, at the Tottenham match, I mentioned the black chicken, which oh, is yes. what my uh, son calls their symbol. And, and someone said, it's not a chicken, it's a, a cockerel, mm-hmm. a chicken lays mm-hmm. eggs. I said, I think chicken is a generic title for poultry, you know, for that right. kind of poultry. I think the cockerel comes under the chicken. They said, no, no, no. You got to lay eggs to be a chicken. Anyway, I've since looked it up, and it defined um, cockerel as male chicken. Oh, no disrespect. <laughs> um, if you're interested in the Latin, uh, gallus gallus. That's the Latin for uh, the chicken. Gallus gallus. Yeah, I've I'm a, I've always been a bit of a fan of those Latin names in brackets mm. after an animal. Oh some, yes, some me real too. crackers. What's your, what's your favourite? Oh, okay. <laughs> about that for a hospital. Talk about a hospital, hospital part. Exactly. Mine is uh, the gorillas Latin name. Oh, what's that? It's it. Have a guess. Gorillas. I don't know. <laughs> gorillas, gorillas. <laughs> it's, it's actually gorilla, gorilla. <laughs> it is. I mean, so good they named it twice. The gorilla. Excellent. Oh man, what's your favourite Latin animal name? Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> Mm. Um, then we, we get we get zoologists and stuff listen we to the programme, yeah. so anything anything's possible. If there's anybody in Scotland all? listening, um, am I right in thinking that Gallus mm. used to be a word for that's brilliant? Like, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And William Gallus, of course. Oh, oh maybe yes. I might have misremembered it. I'm sure they'll let me know. Anyway, we went we went to, we went as a family to the uh, Spurs Hodges Field game. Did Ka- you? Kath came as well. She didn't. No, I used she to. She did. When Kath first went out with me, she used to come to West Brom with me uh, because she was, you know, it was that stage of the relationship. Mm-hmm. It was nice no, underwear it's, it's what I and call... going to West Brom. And um, oh, I like kung fu movies too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all a bit of that. We've all done it. Dear. And then one day she said to me. Um, can I just say I'm never coming here again <laughs> she said there's three things I hate about it the cold the noise and people coming up to you and talking about football <laughs> <laughs> these were difficult things to uh, yeah, eliminate yeah. very difficult but she did like it to, to Tottenham that's another one uh, oh, another no. one bites the dust when they had salad they had salad at the football a, yeah oh. they had salad Still amazing. Mm-hmm. In 1999, <laughs> still a symbol of hoity-toity, isn't it? Salad. Salad. So did this... you just say it was 1999? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, 2019. <laughs> he supports um, Spurs. He's well, a time-traveler. No, to jump on verbal errors, but when they're literally that sorry. far out. <laughs> no, I was wondering about how much the salad cost. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Marky Smith supposedly once sacked a studio engineer for ordering salad when they... <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so you've set up one of our uh, really mainstream textings. Uh, what are your favourite Latin names for animals? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 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 Has, has the switchboard's been lit off? Yes. I, I think that might be somewhat overstating it. Okay. Um, uh, zero, uh, three, two, one, rather, has uh, has an explanation for why it might not have sp- uh, lit up the switchboards quite as much okay. as it might. Uh, some plant names in Latin are quite rude and then gives a couple oh, of examples. Oh, no. Well, I was Horses. thinking animal, though. I cannot broadcast. Um, yeah. I mean, it's oh, it's right, all yeah, going to be animal, both. vegetable or mineral. Good point. <laughs> well, uh, in, in real terms, we've had uh, 935 has said real animal, common toad, brackets... Bufo, bufo. That's I like, one F. I like that mm. one. Uh, fiction yes. animal. Co- common toad breaking wind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fictional animal. Fi- I can't say that. Fictional, fictional. animal. Uh, we're, we were all with you on that. While, while E. Coyote, brackets, Eatabus, anything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love a cartoon Latin name. Yeah, it's good. Um, that's even more obscure. We're not having a texting on your favourite <laughs> cartoon. 
Oh, God, you know, I used to watch those cartoons over and over and over, those Roadrunners. I have to say, they're somewhat formulaic. As an yeah. adult or as a child? A child and an adult. Well, as an adult, it's mm-hmm. bad, Frank. Do you think? <laughs> you think? What's my worst thing is seeing an adult watching a cartoon. Oh, and really? And hearing, like, I once saw an adult and I, an adult Even man... Even like The Simpsons or... I walked into a room and I just heard the way I would kick the bucket and I just thought, this is a very depressing scene. <laughs> Was that the end of another relationship there, based on that? It was actually my father. Oh, OK. Uh, <laughs> so in many ways. That wabbit kicked the bucket. But do you know what I mean? You can't be watching that in the daytime. No, maybe okay. not in the daytime. I, I, why Alex shaking his head, he's not sure. I, I feel like uh, what we already know about your father, uh, <laughs> he, he was living life on several different You're right. levels. That's but true. He did I take that book you. on holiday. <laughs> he took on holiday the psychology of consciousness and the breakdown of the bicameral mind. So he was allowed yeah. to... It wasn't all cartoons, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Subtitle. The Wabbit the Bucket. Uh, well, I, I have to. Well, you'll hate me for this. Thing. I had a wily e. coyote little model that used to be on my desk. Oh. So I thought, if you're writing, it's a symbol oh, yeah. of constantly carrying on, regardless <clears throat> of setbacks. Yes. Nice. I think I also had keyring badge, <laughs> codly. Wow, you went for it. Yeah. Yeah. He became my inspirational <laughs> figure. Three nine seven is claiming Latin for cat is cats. Then, <laughs> oh, it's not. And then they add perfect. Sorry about that. So they've even well, done the pun, but apologised for the Make an effort, cats. Pun. Anyway, look, I was telling you, I was at, I was at, oh, yes. uh, I was at Spurs. Oh, yes. Um, I met, I met a man. Yeah, I met a man who um, collected football shirts of the mm. famous. All right. And he had uh, 850 football shirts. Oh, I know, brilliant. I mean, he showed me photos all on hangers. It's pretty amazing. Wow. Including um, uh, Martin Peters' World Cup shirt. Wow. Yeah, thanks. I thought I was waiting for the wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, I was uh, I was excited by it, mm. I must say. Um, so you like, you're a fan of the ground? Yes, yeah, a nice ground. Mm, wow. One... Did, did, was there closure with that chap, the cl- the shirt collector? I'm yeah. assuming that he hasn't watched... Well, him. he was asking me what I'd got. I'm assuming he hasn't watched Marie Kondo's magic life-changing oh, yeah. tidying programme. Well, if you saw how he stocked the shirts, all in the same shape, cover, and oh. all, I mean, it, they, they couldn't be any neater. Oh, all okay. in the... Uh, they're not just on his bedroom floor no, when no. he's last worn them. No, no. <laughs> uh, then they're... Uh, I think they're all in chronological order and oh, stuff. Wow. It's pretty remarkable. Marie Kondo, she won't like that bulging trophy cabinet at Spurs. Oh, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not my team. I know, it's not, it's not Frank. It's not now. I know. No. Now they've been and also, I'm not mocking anyone about not having a bulging trophy cabinet. That's <laughs> true. I have enough of that from my personal trainer. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Agra-cadabra type of ground beetle. Is that right? Ian Bottrell says. Wow, I never knew that. And that's that's where Abracadabra comes from. Presumably. No, I think it was the magic first and then they named the ground beetle. Well, they might have done. I don't know. I mean, the ground beetle might be some Arabist. Whenever I um, I do a magic trick, I always say gorilla, gorilla. (laughs) 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 Gorilla, gorilla. Um, Is that, um, have you got any mem- uh, Jake Thackeray? Have you got any? Um, <laughs> have you got any memorabilia? Me memorabilia of any um, kind? I don't think I do. I might have some old stuff at home. When I say at home, I mean my mum's home. What would it be of? Football stuff. Yeah, there might be some stuff left of like my dad's like books about stuff. And no, I don't. I, I personally haven't collected anything. Is I'm thinking oh, I associ- have. association with the famous is what. Well, wow, well, stop me on that. <laughs> yeah. um, let's keep it tidy. <laughs> I've got a bit of sporting memorabilia, some of which I've mentioned on this show. I have the Stuart Broad cricket bat, of, of course. course, which he gave to me in very innocent circumstances. May yeah. I say? I also have... It didn't sound that oh. dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Um, Protestant. Also, <laughs> possibly, yes. <laughs> also, an autograph, as you may recall, from Frank Bruno. Do you remember how he signed it to me, Frank? No. Oh. oh. Um, 
I think he put something like Emma. To Emma. <laughs> oh. Love. <laughs> F. Bruno. <laughs> F. Bruno. <laughs> okay. Well, he's, he's a busy bloke. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got a, um, a, a gold pocket watch from 1920. Shut up. West Bromwich Albion is the only time they ever won the league. And in those days, they hadn't come up with the idea of getting medals for yeah. people who won the league. They had them for the cup, but not the league. And so the Albion gave everyone uh, an engraved pocket watch. Nice. And I've got uh, Tommy McGee's. Have you? Yeah. Pretty pleased with that. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to get you something of Harry Kane's now. Um, Boz has got his, Boz has <laughs> got a, a signed photograph of, of Harry well, Kane that someone gave him. Oh, and I've got an 1888 FA Cup winner's medal. You Oh, and? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So what about that? Owls of... Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so, so, it's all right. Heaven's stop, stop sake. It's, you know, it's in my... It's, I've been doing that for years. So yeah. I have to just oh, drop that, it. Well, that was the problem. Uh, if anyone's got any weird memorabilia of celebrities of any kind, I'd love Maybe to hear clean. about it. I mean, there's okay. any, all sorts of strangeness. Like, the, you know, the Elvis Wart Museum. Well, you had the Elvis shirt, Frank. I had the Elvis shirt, but I gave Have you still got it? I gave it to the Tsunami Fund. Oh, oh lovely. I did. Never knew that. Eight, eight and a half grand, I think they got for it. Oh. Uh, OK, that's nice we know the price. <coughs> yeah, well, you know, I was, uh, I was relieved. <laughs> oh, can I tell you the, the absolute amazing best thing about, um, about the Tottenham Hotspur versus Oddersfield experience? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh I um, oh I've just remembered some other memorabilia I've got. Oh. I've got my name on um, now. Do you remember these pictures? You'd never see them now. You'd have people sitting on directors' chairs, yes, oh, yeah. and they'd have yes. their name on the back, like you know Ursula Andress, and she'd yeah. be sitting. Up. Do they still do that? I haven't seen one of those yeah. pictures for ages. I know exactly what you mean. Anyway, I've got my Doctor Who Frank Skinner chair back. Oh. I just kept the back, the cloth back. That is good. And uh, that, yeah, that's a special one. Anyway, the whole, the thing that won Kath over completely at the new Tottenham Stadium, I don't think this is throughout the ground, I don't know, but we was in like a nice bit. Heated seats. Nice. Oh, come on. So, you know those heated seats you get in cars? Oh, God. Quicker what, what, than oh. that. Ping. Got them in my car. You put it on and ping. Frank, apparently there are dog toilets there as well. Are there? Yes. Wow, what yeah. people can take dogs? I believe so. Someone said there are dog toilets. Well, I never, I never saw that, but we can find <laughs> someone will know. Dog toilets at yeah. the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> Next. <laughs> wow. Well, the heated seat. Honestly, it was like sitting on the future. Yeah. It's really something. Oh wow. I mean, you wouldn't need it today. No. But you know what? I might put mine on anyway if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Oh, I did. Um, I hosted a uh, tele- dinner party, a television quiz. Oh, one out. Oh, yeah. how was that? It was at the it was the, the BFI. You oh, love nice. a quiz, and um, <clears throat> you do love a quiz. Someone pulled out last minute. I'll be honest with you. Oh. I wasn't their first thought. Oh, but you know. I have friends there, so I went and uh, did it. It was it was it was good. It was enjoyable. Proper and hardcore quizzes in there. What was it? So it was stuff like you know, what? Uh, who did Shane Rimmer um, voice on Thunderbirds? Oh, Any oh. offers? Okay, hang on a second. Eight, twelve, fifteen. You can guess it, can't you? <laughs> no. It's going to be somebody called Tracy, probably. Oh, Tracy. <laughs> Yeah, you remember Tracy, the blonde receptionist at Tracy Island. No, um, Scott Tracy, he, he played oh, okay. the... Uh, he did he did, did the most voice. people get that right? Oh, yeah, go. yeah. Another one. Thunderbird 1. <laughs> Any more questions? Thunderbird 1, I'd say, was the default Thunderbird, would you? OK, well, yeah, I suppose so. I like your character. I'm only an old man. <laughs> yeah, that was Stingray. Yeah, Stingray, OK. I'm just an old man, Commander. <laughs> <laughs> um... So it was, it was very good, but I was doing um, I was doing gags 
And oh. it was a very strong feeling they didn't want them, the quizzes, yeah. the proper quizzes. The quizzes. It like, it's like trying to do, getting someone to help you with a crossword who was trying to land a plane. <laughs> <laughs> a real sort of, mm, OK, that's funny, but can you stop talking now? So yeah. A very strong sense of that. No, I think they're, because they're quite dedicated, the quizzes. Yeah. And but I respect them for that, of course. Well, I, I've been on a quiz team with you and I know that. Oh, God. We Did took it make that them so seriously, Frank. Oh, and my it worst. paid off. Our hard work paid off. My they? worst <laughs> thing, I've told you about this before, is that I used to go back from that quiz. And I do this whenever I do a quiz. And I, I fantasise about having got the questions right that I got wrong. Right. So do I. I still, not long ago, thought of a question. I'm sorry if David Baddiel's listening. I never forgot this. He shouted oh me down and I was right. Oh, OK. And You're I right, you've never, never forgotten. That's the trouble with a group. I know this about you. <laughs> <laughs> and I've forgotten quizzes that I've He said, no, no, you've got that wrong. Online. No, David, <laughs> I, I was right. I did share my favourite TV quiz moment of, of all time, which was on oh, yeah. uh, Family Fortunes. What was that? You know this one? When they said... Can you name... You know when the two people go up, there was an old lady and a young woman and they went up to... You know, you had to hit the thing hard. Oh, yeah, the buzzer. To, to get the, and, the, and the question was, <laughs> name someone who people believe in, although their existence has never been proved. And this woman went, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob Monkers said, um, now, I've just noticed it's Hitler's birthday. Weird. Um, uh, <laughs> This one, Bob Monker said, no, I, um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, there's pretty strong evidence that he existed. Okay. And he said, uh, Enid, now once the other one's pressed the button, you don't have to, but Enid still hit the button really hard suddenly. She's probably, I mean, she was about 80. Hit the button really hard. He, Bob Monker's jumped. She said, a driving licence. The whole studio went into a strange sort of... Uh, <laughs> Inertia. No one, there wasn't a laugh. There was just a general sense that the world had gone wrong. <laughs> what question had she heard? She, um, Do you know she what? was. I've never still... really believed in driving licenses. No, no, lots of people don't. Anyway, she was um, still trying to answer the previous question, which was things that you'd find in a woman's handbag. <laughs> This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8, 12, 15. Some have, some will. That's my prediction. Mm -hmm. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Incidentally, speaking of, I think it was it. Was it Instagram we had um, contact this week? Twitter. Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. Some of you who listen to the show regularly, um, you know, you know the seven people I'm talking about. <laughs> um, they, um, oh, no. you may have heard that last week I was at a nice hotel and sat very adjacent to Peter Crouch. Oh yeah, yes. And didn't quite summon up the courage to speak to him, even though I mean, literally, without leaning forward, I could have put my hand on his thigh. I mean, oh, he's, I a, he's a man of a long thigh. Mm-hmm. But, what is he, 6'7", um, I reckon? 6'7", I believe, oh, yeah. Oh, lovely. Anyway... He's um, a, no, he strikes me as a nice man. Why didn't you say hello? Well, I don't... I just... It's Got also... Bashful. You know what? Um, I was bashful, and also, you know, sometimes at these places, people go to not be spoken to. Uh, Can you imagine such a thing? <laughs> yes. Can anyway. I just say Frank's view, which he told me, on going to the hotel breakfast area oh, was... Yeah. Why would people stay in their room? You, what did you remember? What you said to me, Frank? I loved it. You said, "I don't know why people would stay in their room. I like it because I can go down and everyone says, oh, that's Frank Skinner.'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not everyone, but um, I also I like to have a, a gawp at who's staying at the hotel. Right. Yeah. People, when people going up for food, they're incredibly self-conscious. Just walking around the breakfast room, people are certain, so watching you know, themselves. Yeah, there's a bit of a yes. nature documentary in the, the yeah. breakfast bit. Of, Do you know? Sit, yeah. Relax, it's uh, fine. Well, it, you're so <laughs> right. And there's lots of um, sorry, sorry. I'm just getting the rolls here. Oh, I'll, I'll just yeah, get the bacon. Exactly. Have the tongs, please. Thank yeah. you. And the, like, people are walking back, up, sort of <laughs> visually apologising for what's on their plate. It's, it's okay. It's breakfast. Have what you like. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Carrying too much often as well. Well, you this know, it's, a, it's the NOC. 
Anyway, <laughs> the national obesity crisis. <laughs> crouchy. Anyway, oh, crouchy. So, so Crouchy um, has been in touch. He has. Saying that he, he went through the same angst. Oh. That it, we both sat there, desperate, like ships can I in tell, the night. I'll tell you exactly what he said. Go on. Do. He tweeted us, Crouchy, to say, can I just say, I did notice Frank after I'd been there for two minutes and I was dying to talk to him, but I bottled it as well. Yeah, so there oh. we sat. Oh, Crouchy. Who knows? I mean, when I... Think of all the things that could have happened in life if you hadn't bottled those. I'll just say, say something to this person. Yeah. yeah I remember, me and Shaquille O'Neal. Never he, mind. He could yeah. be sitting here now, Crouchy. <laughs> what about that, if yeah. we'd spoke? I saw lightly, but you know. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, it's nice. So next time I see Peter Crouch, I'm going to... Um, Say hi. I was thinking I might jump on his back for a lark. You know those small trampolines you. that you get? I would have to carry one of those with me. Well, yeah. just remember no. what I'll happened with Heston Blumenthal. Yeah, I mean, you've I never got over that. About. Yeah, but you don't want Blumenthal on your back. He's a big no. unit. True. He is a big unit. Um, on Large the thigh, of, I reckon. Uh, on the subject of football, sort of, you're asking for Latin names. Um, we've had uh, for animals. And not for Peter Crouch. No. The <laughs> no. Latin name for the small hawk, the hobby, is Falco Subutio. And Subutio became trademark of the overrated table footy game. You're very overrated. <laughs> yeah. Rubbish, in fact, <laughs> yeah. Subutio. Yeah. I, I, it's worth reading this just for that overrated remark. Well, Subutio when... would be in my worst children's <laughs> games of all time. And I'm a massive football fan. But I, never got, I never understood it. Did you just flick it with your hands? Yeah, it was... What's um, the point of that? It was, I think it led a lot of that to the, uh, that bogey flicking that was a big thing in the 70s. <laughs> it, was the mo- it was the dollest... So did not even you enjoy it? Oh, I I got the Albion team. I never, ever took them out of the box. Well, if I could just finish the point. Sorry, Sorry. They they were trying to name it Hobby, and because Hobby was already trademarked, they went for Subutio, because Hawk is the... The Hawk is called Hobby, and then they couldn't call it Hobby, so they called it Subutio, which is Mm. the Latin name of that bird. What's Peter Crouch's? Uh, <laughs> do you think oh, it's Crouchus. Uh, Crouchus when entering rumours? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got a good uh, factual email if you're interested. Oh, I'm, I say email, I mean text message. I sorry. I love the facts. Um, on the subject of animal scientific names, brackets. We no longer call them Latin names as newly discovered species are not actually Latin anymore. Oh. Uh, boa constrictor, brackets boa constrictor, is the only animal whose scientific name and common name are exactly the same. Really? Wow. Well, gorilla, gorilla is in there. <laughs> it's close. It's definitely it's not exactly yeah. the same. No. Um, Unless Mark, there's two of them. Mark, hard at work in Watford, doesn't well, say what Not doing. that hard at work, Mark. No. You're listening to our texting on Latin names. Well, if his work is uh, contributing to scientific oh. radio textings. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he might be... Uh, Unlikely. Boa, boa constrictor keeper. <laughs> Maybe. Helen Jackman has been in touch as well. Hi, guys. Happy Easter. She'd have just put H. Jackman with oh. an X icon on. You're right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> On the Latin for animals, mine is for meerkats. Suricata, suricata. Sounds like something you would eat as tapas in Spain. Suricata, mm. and also... That's um, ha- quite Harry Potter, I think. If you were writing about their mating habits, the headline could be Suricata, suricata, the unstoppable sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> that, for me, would be worth it. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, that, that, and what I never mentioned about my uh, TV quiz is my goodie oh, yes. bag. What'd you get? I got a goodie bag with um, two bottles of gin. What? And an ornamental night mask. Well, there's a night out <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> night in. I mean... I mean, that sounds like my life in the 90s. An ornamental yeah. night mask. Hang on. Talk me through the night mask. So, you know what well, you know what I mean by night mask? The thing that you wear, like on a plane. Yeah. You know, some people can't Eye sleep. Eye goggles type thing. Sleep mask. Yeah. I call it all of those things. I call it top cat. 
<laughs> the, top, the top cat kind of mask. Is it actually a fabric mask, Frank? Top oh, cat style? Those. Yeah, it's the ones that keep the light out. You yeah, know. you know, when top cat goes to sleep, it's the last thing he oh, does. does he? Yeah, okay. brushes his teeth. I'd forgot that. And he whacks on the mask before what going into the uh, bin. Condemnation of adults watching. Yeah, I know. Top cat doesn't count. Top cat doesn't count. You can't say, you can't pick out your favourite. Okay. You can, apparently. Listen, anyway. I'm just, I want to establish his cartoons. I didn't say I'd never refer, back refer to cartoons. <laughs> As I watched as a child. Nevertheless. I don't watch it as an so, adult. So you've never watched Top Cat since you were a child? No. Okay. So um, it's stuck in your memory. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one, it's got a face of a sort of a mysterious woman of the East type feel in it, but obviously right. no eyes. Okay. Uh, and it's, 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 it's like it's got that kind of um, um, Venice... Um, carnival. Oh, yes, I understand. Yeah, the last ball. It's got a black face fringe, which would go past your Mm. chin. But a full fabric. You know, it's like a beaded beaded curtain. Oh, wow. But what I don't understand is that seems to work if you're standing. Right. Um, but not so much um, if you're in bed. You're just going to keep. Just gonna... Uh, you're going to keep emerging. Yeah. Where are the tassels going to go? I, then I started. To, then Kat said to me she thought it might be an adult plaything. Oh, so that stayed in the box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe so, it was. Also, there was a makeup bag, mm. um, which uh, has made me quite a nice um, pencil case. Oh, good. I, I, my first ever oh. nude pencil case. She's got that, that collar, you know, nude. Oh, you know I love a nude. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant um, for pencils that were nude. What, like, no, no rubbers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I am a Catholic. Oh. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, Alan. Hi. Emily. You Hi. know I love me a bit of WSM news. Yes. Do you know what that is, Al? Mm-hmm. I'm worried. What is it? <laughs> Don't worry, Frank. I'm not straying into your community. Very good. World's Strongest Man. Ah, yes. I have a very, very soft spot for those boys after I spent a week with them in Malta yes. several years ago. And I've told you my... Sorry, it's my stomach. I've told you um, my... Massel Thank you. <laughs> I've told you my anecdotes about the World's Strongest Men many times. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with them about how one of them broke a toilet seat. One of them in a, in a demonstration of his strength. Well, I should strength. say he, he was. He literally just sat on it and broke it. I thought he was going to say like he put it around his neck and then clenched <laughs> and it <laughs> shattered <laughs> into a thousand Bending pieces. Bending nails and stuff. I mean, just breaking toilet seats. No, he came back into the bar and he said, "Oh, I just bust the toilet seat." And I said, "What did you do?" He said, "I sat on it." Brilliant. This oh, was a regular thing. Then he broke. The, they broke the garden I, chair. I don't like the thought of it. It's probably quite scary actually to break the toilet. I was seat. at. Uh, mm. I was at. Uh, um, a, uh, a a baptism post baptism party. Oh, uh, rock and roll! Yeah. Rock and roll. Um, showbiz anecdote. From a, there was a very very large so uh, very large relative there, and he sat oh, on no. a on a garden seat, and it just slow, it just sank into the lawn, and in the <laughs> end, he was just sitting. Basically sitting on the lawn, <laughs> but still on the seat. It's complete. It just went went down quite quickly as well. Not that, not as slow as you might. Not not over the course of the afternoon. Over the course of about three seconds, it just went. <laughs> like it had always belonged. You know, on a car park, those things that come up and stop you driving off, and then yes. they go down. It was like that. <laughs> It had become part of the landscape. And also, I, I mean, on terra ev- firma, every every wrong. bloke there um, thought of something he needed to do, not on the lawn, because you knew there was. We, we had to lift this this bloke up off the seat. Oh. Uh, and then oh, what? Anyway, <laughs> where's he going to sit now? I think he stayed. He was. He stayed down for what must have been half an hour. Still there? No, no. The seat's probably still there. <laughs> Oh, the seat's I, always going to be there. I think if you pull the seat out of that lawn, it's, you're King of England. Oh, right. <laughs> it's a monument now. Is that what happened to Arthur? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called the seat in the yeah. lawn. Do you remember that famous... Uh, <laughs> that is a car- cartoon I've watched recently. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so, re-world's strongest men. Well, this, I mean, you guys, 
You've yeah. you spent time with the world's strongest man. Yeah. Um, I think Al must be moving towards <laughs> at least the long list um, of world's strongest. I'm not, True. I am a person who gets sent... Uh, videos and photographs of other people working out. As Don't if we all saying, do? Yeah, look, we're, we're done. Oh, we're did they? Done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. So, you know, I know people in the strength world, but not well, these guys. Be, <laughs> these people in the strength world. I the strength world. I haven't been on holiday to Malta with them. Didn't one of them lift you over their head? I've got a picture of it. I might even put it on the socials. Brilliant. I was lift, I was aloft. Yeah? It, it was very frightening, Oh, I don't think I'd like that. Would you not? I'm always worried about the... Uh, the the slam. Oh, right. I don't, I don't Remember know. Giant Haystack's famous slam? He used to lift people up and then slam them down on the canvas. And no, then yeah. he would he'd drop on top of them. Yeah. No, mine didn't do that. No, he treated me very No, you wouldn't be in now, probably. No. Well, the main thing was, as you know, the diet, they, they have to drink, you know, they it's have buckets of, of porridge. Actual buckets. Yeah. It was like breakfasting with a horse. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> My goodness. We might have to stop it there. I think we need to regroup. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's moving towards Winnie Mandela. That's the next one. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We're talking about the world's strongest men. Two of the contestants. Oh, two of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two of. <clears throat> Eddie the Beast Hall. Mm. And what's the other one called, Al? Is it Brian Shaw? Yes. No what? nickname in the middle? No no parentheses. No. That's what? his nickname actually. It's Brian No Nickname Shaw. <laughs> okay. What would you give what would you give? He's gotta have something. He probably does actually. It's just not in this. Nicknames, I didn't like the Eddie... nickname's BS. Could that lead to anything? No. no. I didn't like that Eddie the Beast Hall wrote a book, an autobiography, and there was a lot of potential there. And you know what he went for? Um my story. Beast is beast. Yeah. He went for strong man. My story. Ah. Beast of burden. It was yeah, there. Yeah, it could have been yeah. all sorts of beast things. Beast Beauty. of Eden. Beauty, Beauty and, and the beast. beast. Him and his uh, wife, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. He didn't. He didn't. Maybe the next one. Maybe he... the novel. <laughs> yeah. They were sat next to each other on an economy flight to Scotland. He doesn't do mm. signings, he does tearings in half. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember Jeff Capes used to do that? I was talking about this recently. We never really got to the bottom of it. Do people still tear Phone telephone directories? But then, I then, see they do decks of cards now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you Weaklings That's decks right. of cards. Oh, I, I could do that. that. I think they also use lung power to blow up a hot water bottle, Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's, a, that's a traditional one. That's good. Yeah. Well, oh, and that is good. Meanwhile, over on the plane... I can't even blow up a balloon some days. But anyway, we'll go with it. Go on. This is a problem for them. I don't know if you know this, Al, but when you're travelling with strongmen, you don't... Um, just FYI. Of course he knows. You d- oh, <laughs> in the, what is it, Frank? The strength world. The strength world. <laughs> the strength world. I, uh, I've got friends that are in the strength world, by which I mean they lift weights and they send me pictures of it. So in the strength world, <laughs> yeah. it's known that you cannot sit two strongmen next to each other. Yeah. On economy... Fr- you just can't. Why would you? The girth of the thigh will kill them. <laughs> I would have thought yeah. that would have been like lesson three in being an air host. In the strength world, yeah. Like All cabin crew should cabin know. Cabin crew should know that. Yeah. But what, what, cabin what, crew why? Cabin crew one isn't it? But why can't you sit them next to each other? Because they're too damn big. They overlap. <laughs> they have chair overlap. Okay. But what about the poor person who has to sit next to them if they're... If they're well, you know what I mean? This is the point. Eddie the Beast Hall himself said... The check-in ladies sat me and um, Brian his mate, Shaw. Yeah, Brian next to each Shaw's other on the plane from London to Scotland and no-one on the plane would swap seats with us. And then he said, would you swap seats with us? I wouldn't either. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. self-awareness from the strength yeah. community. Not always common. Funniness. Oh, no, it's they're quite funny. And oh, I do God, know... you're going to defend them, obviously. <laughs> of course I am. They'll snap me in half otherwise, probably. <laughs> But it costs a lot of money to travel around the world as a strongman. You know, some of my friends, Phil Fister, told me that... What's his nickname? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Leave it. <clears throat> I Phil, think Phil they, make, they make Viagra, Fister. Oh, well, that's Pfizer. Pfizer. 
That's Pfizer. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Surely also aerodynamically put in two strong men don't on the same... Any, don't send me any free stuff, no. by the way. <laughs> well, there were... Sorry, what? <laughs> Putting two strong men next to each other on yeah. the same side of the plane. Did the plane then fly just with one wing slightly well, lower than the other? Well, it's all going to be a garden chair sinking into the soil. That, that, <laughs> is, that is a fair point, I think. I think um, from a balance... a circle the whole time. I'd want one at the back and one at the front. Um, Me too, point. that's what I did. Sorry, it's the mic's mean... still on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Easy, no, I, uh, Al. Easy. I, I mean, if you had them both sitting at the back, you could end up in outer space, couldn't you? <laughs> well, exactly. How do, how do you actually get the nose down if you got... Um, Brian yeah. and the Beast in the back. <laughs> Brian, and the Brian, Brian and the Beast, the less successful sequel <laughs> to Beauty and the Beast. Uh, but very modern. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, we're in the middle of discussing the world's strongest men, but... I'd just like to break off briefly uh, because 618 has some news. Morning, guys. Just listening to the bizarre animal names and it made me think of the sarcastic fringe head. It's a very territorial fish with an enormous gaping mouth. Fantastic. It's actually called the sarcastic fringe head. I mean, really? Well, he says from the thinking soldier. From mm. He says Louth, Lincolnshire. Louth. Is Louth a place in Lincolnshire? I think it is. Oh, OK, great. I thought it was like North or something like Louth. Was another coordinate. Oh. No, I, I don't. This is to me. This link is like an avant-garde poem. I have no idea what's, what's going on at all. If you read Louth, Lincolnshire, yeah. you'd assume it was like North South. It sounds a bit like South. I just got confused. I think it it's the name, the hotel check-in name used by Sarah Lancashire, <laughs> so that fans don't know where she's staying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the sarcastic Frenchhead. Okay, um, and that's a real fish. Oh, could you find out, please? Thank you. Or is it in a novel written by Lauf Lincolnshire? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of those Scandi things, that's what he sounds like. Anyway. So yeah, what the do you think of these men on the planet? I mean, as I say, Phil Fister and Derek Poundstone. <coughs> mm. two, Your guys. Two genuine um, WSM friends of mine. Mm. They were always saying this was an issue, the uh, travelling on planes. The fact that normal furniture is not for... Like superhuman massive no, specimens. They've had breakages and all oh, sorts. Yeah. I don't know what you can do about that, though. I mean, it's utilita- utilitarianism, isn't it? The greatest good. You're right. For the greatest number. I think of. Yes. Um, so, uh, You're I, listening I, to Radio 4's <laughs> philosophy now. Yeah. Um, Stuart Millower. <laughs> um, can I just tell you the sarcastic fringe head is a real fish? That's amazing. When two fringe heads have a territorial battle, Oh, it's a bit like Blur of the Oasis. Yeah. They wrestle. Oh, yeah. It's for you in the strength world. Good. By pressing their distended mouths against each other as if they were kissing. Mouth wrestling. I'm surprised. This allows them to... I'm surprised they don't say, oh, well, obviously this is your territory, you know, of course, that's fully established. So I'll just, you know, I mean, why would I be? Uh, Obviously this is where you live. Isn't that how they deal with it? Anyway, oh, turns out they wrestle. They've got this both allow, passive and, and aggressive. What lip wrestle. Post wrestling, they then whoever wins, they're allowed to determine which who is the largest fish, which establishes dominance. Okay. Oh. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, good to know. Yeah. I'm glad they exist. I must say. Me too. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm, got, have you got a picture of them? Yes, we can put have up they, a picture of the sarcastic fringe head. I, I think the fringe. I mean, look, it's not. It's hardly a sort of um, Liam at his peak. No fringe. Okay. I have another question about our uh, world's strongest men and their aviation. Oh yeah. Um, sure. Had the plane gone down into water in one of those water landings, would a life vest keep either of those two big units afloat? Oh, no. Great question. Because surely a life yeah. vest on a man of that size well, is su- just going to look a like a big... sully-type situation. Wouldn't their, wouldn't their throats keep them <laughs> above water? <laughs> They've got very they, big throats. Yeah. They might just choose to drown like five other passengers so that they can have their life vests and I'm stay afloat. You might, <laughs> you might be glad of them when the uh, sharks are approaching. Because yeah. <laughs> either they can fill up on them... 
Otherwise, oh. if anyone's going to beat the sharks off... Yeah, it's the bloke called the Beast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine sharks on the way, as sharks do, you know, absolute head down. Mm-hmm. They never look up for the pass. No. Sharks, they just go. And then seeing those two dangling in the water and saying, uh, Paul, <laughs> should we leave it? Let's leave it. <laughs> Let's just leave it. I was once moved... Um, actually, I better... Um, I was moved on a plane for balance <gasps> reasons. Oh, they came over and said, sir, it's not a very busy flight. Would, would, could seven or eight of you move to the back of the plane? It's a little bit unsettling. <laughs> it is. I'd like to think that keeping the plane in the air is something that, the, you know, is the pilots. I don't, I mm. want no, I don't want me to have some sort of part in that that I have to play. Not your business. No, I don't want it to be interactive flight. <laughs> but just let the yeah. plane and the pilot combo deal with that. I don't, you know, don't look. I don't want passenger distribution no. to be crucial. So, um, and I, what do I weigh? You know, um, ten ten. Ten ten. Yeah, big ten ten. You know, Phil, we do it again? you know, Phil Fister. Yeah. What about him? Oh, no, I'm no Phil Fister. That's, that's, that's true. Not anymore. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Emily was mooting the idea that she thought Louth was, uh, what was it, like a, a coordinate? I just thought it was an extra coordinate, like the sort of Harry Potter additional platform, maybe. Right. We get used oh. to the four, and I thought possibly Louth was just a hidden one. So, no. so, so an North, element of south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, north, east, south, louth. <laughs> yeah, like long, like long south or yeah. something like it's that. Lovely, yeah. lovely work, Frank. Like a trap street. You you have it in one. Do you know, well, do you know a trap street? I knew we'd yes, all be on the yes, same page. Yeah. So you just say, like, if you go the coordinates, I'm just going to throw it in and see what people say. North, east, south, louth, yeah. west. Uh, 806. And beast, this. maybe beast. <laughs> Has, um, or um, what, what's he called, Bobby the Beast? Eddie Hall. Bobby, Ed- the 1950s Eddie driver. the Beast Hall. Yeah. Eddie Strongman Hall. Beast. Yeah. Oh, 806 Beast. has texted, Hi, Frank and team, Louth is outside London in the Confederacy, so don't worry about it. Oh, and then a little come smile. On. Come on. No, I think that's... It's sort of um, south-east, I think we can I take believe. that in the spirit. No, no south-west, Frank. What's um, south-west? Louth is. So it's not Lincolnshire. <laughs> no, it's Lincolnshire. <laughs> so, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Thank and, uh, you, thank you. And 774 has said, worry not about passenger weight distribution. We were concerned about being moved I I within moved. an aeroplane. I was moved by aircraft. You were moved. <laughs> many, many the time. Well, comfortingly, and particularly this week, with the environment being at the forefront of all of our minds, uh, worry not about passenger weight distribution. It just saves fuel if it's well balanced. Oh... Because they were so worried about it, one of the stewardesses yeah. had to take off some of her makeup <laughs> and put it in another, the other end of the plane. <laughs> no, well, here's a point. Here's a here's a thing. Here's a thing. I'm told it's very bad for your skin. Regular flight. Because yeah. I've asked you, I once asked the stewardess about. The oh yes, you have to. Makeup. It's dehydrating, isn't it? And she flight? said, "Oh, your skin gets that mm. bad. You end up not. You start out not putting much makeup on, and then you just, you know, uh, you have yeah, to do these. The pressure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's helpful if there's a fire <laughs> or something. But um, she was. Um, <laughs> I was reading. Um, oh, it's probably been five or six years ago about a US airline that. Um, found that its its profit margin was um dipping a bit and it was to do they were spend they were spending more on fuel than they had previously even though they were doing the same routes mm. right and that research showed it was takeoff that was um doing the problem and it's cuz their passengers were getting heavier they were need they were using um, more fuel to get the plane off the ground. Obesity pandemic. Yeah. Do you think that's what it was? I mean, I, I don't know how you how you handle that. Let's <clears> have a, where are the passengers, oh, not right. the luggage. Yeah, you could have um, you could have why you know when you get charged more if it's if it's over. Yeah. No, you couldn't have. That. Well, not he, in the didn't modern Eddie age. the Beast Hall say he tried to weigh himself and it said error. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that reminded me of... When he got on the machine. Um, do you remember last week we discussed how I used to tease my brother who was heavier than me? But it's a different he time. He heavy. 
Back in the day, if somebody had a rounder face than you, you could make fun of them for being fat. Like They didn't actually have to be, did they? And I used to do a thing where I said that they'd invented some speaking scales and that he'd got on it and it had said one at a time, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think that's... Um, fun times. But yeah, it's all, it's all gone now. Gone. Not forgotten. I'll tell you something. If I was air crew and um, the Beast <laughs> and um, Brian, Brian Shaw, Shaw were there... When you're doing the safety thing, you, you just don't want to bring up the brace position. Just <laughs> <laughs> don't even want to bring it up. <laughs> Here's the point. Go on. Should um, should these men be allowed on Hello. a plane? Lovely. That's my tummy, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. That's the top. Should they be allowed on a plane? And here's my point. You think what they're like B.A. Mean? from uh, <laughs> No, but from here's, the a, here's the thing. I ain't going on my plane. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying they fit. Um, if I got on a plane carrying an axe, <laughs> right. someone would say to me, I'm sorry, you can't take that axe. That axe. You can put it in the hole, but you can't, you can't have that. You know, on You've the got plane. a woodsman vibe about you. Yeah. I love you in that role. I'm okay. interested to think how Frank thinks that these human beings are axes. No. <laughs> well, we're going to get it. But if, <clears throat> if a martial arts expert who could, with his bare hands, chop through three house bricks got on a plane, <laughs> oh. no one would stop that person. Now, oh, that person, no. they're not carrying a lethal weapon. They are a lethal weapon. In the yes. eyes of the law. So you're in saying... my eyes... I know. For example, they could karate chop their way out of the plane. No, no, but no, no, but the idea. But they could. <laughs> no, but they could. They could do damage to other passengers or the crew. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I mean, how does Anthony Joshua get around? Yeah, how do Similarly. any of us get around? No, you, you see, I mean, I can't walk into my child's school with a bag mm. of peanuts. Yes. But I could no. walk. Alan Cochran could walk into his school fully armed with the martial arts. He could do a lot more damage. Start attacking those peanut-sensitive children. No, but you could... Hang on, I'll, ha- I'll no, have I a think this, is a, this is a serious point. Is what it? about if you are a weapon? I think, I think You've got to be Frank careful calling people up. About- a, yes. a sort of fabric of society question. Yes. I think that's what it is. I suppose... We're back on philosophy what now. You, what Let would your <laughs> solution be then? So should people in the strength world, do you think they should just perform their own community I maybe think, and we don't interact with them? I think yeah? anyone who is a killing potential killing machine <laughs> should mm-hmm. be in the same category as taking um, an axe on a plane. <laughs> and what do they do? Do they, start, do they just have... Maybe they wear a... They wear something, so we know. Here's an example. What about Mr Miyagi? If he was flying long haul, I think nobody we would think that he was no, a exactly. killing machine. They're, they're the ones that you worry about, because some of them you can see. They're my favourites, the ones that don't Anthony like Joshua, you know. No, but Mr Miyagi comes with an air of uh, philosophy and wisdom, which means he's unlikely maybe to use it. Um, in vain. Okay, so your would system say, would require maybe they have to fill out a, co- a questionnaire and know look, who wrote Mill on the Floss. Look, a friend know? of mine was on a plane and a man got up in a, a frenzy of fear mm. and tried to open the door on the plane. Right. And he <clears> was <throat> screaming and going mad. I mean, I can imagine it was a stressful situation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when well, I say a friend of mine, someone I used to work with, um, I'm distancing <laughs> him before I tell you the anecdote. <laughs> so he got up and he hit this bloke, knocked him over. Perfect. But he said That's there great. was there was a panic happening. People were this bloke was causing hysteria on the plane. Yeah. People mm-hmm. were terrified. He didn't knock him out, I don't think, but he knocked him over and it right. subdued him. Absolutely um, perfect. He put the fire out and then everyone could get on. I with mean, that's day. so strength great. world. It's great. Okay. You put the fire out, yeah. But, now, so your point well, is... Well, what about if the man doing it was from Strength World? <laughs> he would have just not not my uh, former colleague over Strength and carried World. on. It's not a DFS. There's not a sale what, this weekend. What I'm saying is on in the context of a plane... Yeah. Th- these... These people. <laughs> These yeah. people. Yeah, right? I totally agree. They are, they are uncontainable. They they can't be stopped. Whatever well, they is... want to do, they cannot be stopped. This is why it's every other passenger on that plane's civic duty to become stronger and more capable. 
we've got to join Strength so that they World. Can overpower the strength uh, what world you're saying people. is, I've got to leave Weeble World <laughs> and join Strength World. We've all got to start exercising no, from I'm now, saying, people. There's He's an argument that. that they should have flights for bright people and flights for strong people. What, happened? what about people that are both? I know several people that are both. I well, I, I think oh, you, could have, you could have two-seater planes for them. Uh, please go to the music, I can't bear it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Here's, here's a question. Um, which Thanks, Beyonce. I'd be good if someone uh, could answer this. My partner asked me if I'd like to taste her vinegary mango. And I was confused because I thought, surely mango is the epitome of sweetness. And she said, there's something... She said, there's something wrong with this one. And it was was new, it was... There was no discoloration at anything. No added Mm. vinegar? Nothing. It tasted like vinegar. Did it? I mean, it was... Oh, because you know I love the sound of her mango. Is that where they get vinegar? Mangoes? I don't don't think so. They get the vinegar from the grapes. But the weird... Is it from grapes? I think it is. Is it really? Yeah, I think it is, because you know when people say, I'm sure it is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I mean, apple cider vinegar isn't, but that's just a side It tasted so unpleasant, I went to bed... And I was, I was, I wasn't, it wasn't just that horrible taste. I, I was a bit upset by it. I was upset by the taste. <laughs> I, honestly, I was emotionally... Um, Did it stay oh, no. with you, the taste? No. Th- I think, I, I, oh. I, 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 luckily, I had some extra strong mints in the bedroom. Oh, Alan's always got those. Luckily. I mean, you complain about the strongies, yeah. but you get them out when you need them. <clears throat> but yeah. I just wondered if anyone uh, knows about these things. Because this was not an off. So when this you say these things, do you mean a fresh, a fresh mango? A fresh mango with no discoloration at all. It wasn't oh, all. You're not selling things on the beach. No, no added vinegar, but so yet tasted vinegar. What bothered you was that it was um, very tart. You know when you have a cake. I don't know if you've ever talked into a, a number of Brazil nuts. Oh yeah. Occasionally you get soapy Brazil. Yes. Who I, I think is also an <laughs> underworld figure. That was Alan's nickname. Used to run errands for the craze. No, so you get one that just tastes like soaps, absolutely disgusting. And again, not not black or, you know, in any way looking old. Just I'd love to know if anyone knows, can explain the vinegary mango phenomenon to me. I would love to know. The last time you asked a food question like this, it was about exploding tomato ketchup. And I thought you were, um, I thought you'd run mad. And it turned out that lots of people have had it. Yeah, that was it, weird. It, it was ferments in yeah, the bottle. Yeah, fermenting. Mm. So you might be on to another winner here with your well, I don't, uh, I don't, vinegary I don't, mango I would genuinely, question. I don't ask these things just to fill the time. I'm no. on, I'm oh, on, I'm aware. We want answers. And, and it's, um, it's like the cyanide almond which we've discussed. Uh, Plowing yes. through a lovely almond, possibly salted, possibly not, depends on your personal pref. Um, then you come across a cyanide one. And do you know this sensation? But is, isn't the mm. thing with cyanide that it smells of almonds? Yes, oh, because dear. that is there is a tiny, tiniest percentage of cyanide in the almond, I believe. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll go to our house. <laughs> One of your earlier questions was uh, what memorabilia have people got? Yeah. Um, Eight five five has texted. I'm in the army, and Matt Dawson came to visit <gasps> our camp. Being a member of the regiment rugby team, we got to meet him. He's mm. Matt Dawson's an England Question rugby player. Question of sport. Yes, yes. Mm. I mean, he seemed nice. Uh, with Mother's Day looming, I got him to sign a Tesco's value Mother's Day card worth 12p. He wrote, To Christine, my signature is worth more than this card. Lots of love, Matt Dawson. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> that is an excellent gift. It's very time. hard to know what to write when people say, can you write something funny? It's one of the difficult, on cards and things. And oh. also, it's a funny thing to say, but not that big a brag that his signature is worth more than 12. No, like, no. Nobody's going to go, nice, who do you think you are? Nicely judged. Mr. 13p signature. That is. We got it. We had another one, but we, had, we better do it after this break yeah. in, the, uh, in our um, strange memorabilia. Um, I say memorabilia. At competition. Is it a competition? There is no prize. Don't kid yourselves. I'm trapped. I'm trapped in the end of this link. Can you help me out? Uh, Alan, can you open the door? Do something. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> don't say that. What if he goes? See, he could he could kill us in here. I don't think I could. I'm not that great. Oh, weeks away from it. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? what if he did? What? Okay, we're going oh, on the strongy rampage. Oh, I don't want to think about it. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had a um, dangerous people on planes missive. Okay. 695. Sat next to an elderly Japanese gentleman at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Transpired he'd travelled from Japan with his wife. He was in his late 70s, five foot one inch tall. Okay. He. <clears throat> Interesting use of tall. <laughs> <laughs> it was a strange emphasis, wasn't it? <laughs> five foot one inches tall. I should have just said five foot one inches tall. Anyway, I think, he'd been searched. I think Alan's making the point that why even bring up the subject of tall? <laughs> oh, I see. I had also one. put an odd emphasis on it, but yeah, to me that's just that's how we do five foot mm. one. He travelled in the overhead locker. He'd been searched <laughs> and detained at security. He was an aikido master and declared mm. as a lethal weapon in his passport. <clears throat> Here we go. You see, you all—they all, all laughed at Christopher <laughs> Columbus <laughs> when he said the world was, was round. round. Hence, Every time they go on holiday, he gets scrutinised and searched. So there is a system where these people are known. Have a good day. The medical team at Brands Hatch. Wow. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Shout out to the medical team at Brands Hatch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Thanks. I'll see you soon, guys. (laughs) Who I've got more respect for than this Aikido master. Do you not have respect for him? I said Aikido. Aikido. What's the point of searching him? Because... He is the weapon. Also, oh, careful, he'll get the shurikens out. <laughs> also, like, yeah, but... <laughs> if he's an old Aikido guy, probably, you know, somebody that's never done anything picking up one of the food trays and just slapping somebody with it would be more dangerous <laughs> than this dude. Well, of course, you aren't going to defend these dangerous people. <laughs> this is supposedly what about dangerous. Mos- what about mosling? <laughs> <laughs> Could they travel? What if they travelled in well, handcuffs? Well, Hannibal Lecter on a trolley. What, what about their hands tied behind their back on flight? That's a compromise. <laughs> <laughs> what for uh, the strongmen? For anyone, you, anyone who qualifies okay, as a weapon. I, ha- I don't know what you think. Maybe I'm just playing around with ideas, Al. So don't get upset. Maybe a tranquilizer dart, like you use for a chimpanzee or a gorilla. Right. Something like that. Something that could be with brute force, can be or a horse or an elephant. Not comparing any of the strength world to them, <laughs> but you should have the legal right to sedate them with a tranquilizer dot, any member of the public. Are you thinking an air crew with a holster? <laughs> yeah. With no, a... I think all members of the public are allowed to have one on a flight that they're on. What a well, I think now, but then you're, what you're doing then, you see, is what you you're losing at one end. You've given all these people a weapon. What we want to get rid of the, is the person who is a weapon, not make everyone a oh, weapon. Oh, sorry, I've got a sort of eye for an eye. I think, I think <laughs> attitude towards life. Sorry, ironically, no. <laughs> I think handcuffed Frank behind the back is, uh, is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> okay, well, are we all agreed on that? If I was, you know, if I was a killing machine, I'd be happy to give into that just for the joy of knowing that when I get off. People better have some respect. <laughs> That's all. That's Do you all think I'm saying. you've got the propensity to kill? Um, eventually. <laughs> um, no, I. Eight, yeah. 12, 15. <laughs> I don't think you have. See if we can weed them out. I've always soul. thought it's probably a good thing. Wow, we've had 300 I'm... yeses already. I've only just. I've always thought it's good that I'm not a master of the martial arts. Because <laughs> I look back sometimes when people have annoyed me and I thought, if I could have killed that person. Not yeah. killed them, maybe. Um, but to you know, sleep. T- I was t- just tore off a limb. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was, it's probably better, I think, that I, that I couldn't. If I could, mm. I mean, oh dear. <laughs> You just want, it's best not to be able to, isn't it? This is why people often try to align it with uh, Eastern mysticism and stuff. So you've got, you know, a bit of philosophy attached to it to try and talk you out of it, try and talk you down. But, yeah, there's all these people all over Britain being trying to be um, assassins. Britain? Yeah? Britain. Assassin. The assassin capital of the world. Well, I'm just... I'm, I'm giving that... You said that to me when you saw boxing gloves in my boot. And yeah. you saw a riding hat and a boxing gloves. And you said, what are you? Some sort of assassin. <laughs> James Bond figure. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We, we had a bit of a memorabilia chat earlier... And uh, and 
One of the more obscure texts that's come into um, commercial radio on a Saturday morning, I suspect. I suppose you couldn't play it under a haven't-heard-it-for-ages theme. One of my most cherished possessions is a Jake Thackeray bar chit. I'm assuming that's his bill, is that? Yeah, that, yeah. Mm. Best and happy Easter from Kate. Jake Thackeray, um, for our younger listeners, um, was um, uh, for English... I guess you'd call him a folk singer, not traditional mm. folk. Oh, he wrote right. stuff. Okay. He and wrote he, stuff, Vanity <coughs> Fair. He used to be on uh, telly a lot. He used to be yeah. on things like... He didn't write those. No. He, no, he used <laughs> to be on... Um, it's another one. Those consumer affairs, that's life type Oh, thing. did he? Okay. Mm-hmm. He used to do a different song every week. He actually sang a song about a gorilla. As I referred to, Brother Gorilla. Which I think was a translation of a Jacques Brel song about a, a gorilla that breaks free from a cage and um, has the physicals with a high court judge. Stop stealing material <laughs> from Capital Radio DJs. Okay. Oh, I heard a thing the other day. Now, what station was it? Anyway, someone um, texted into the, uh, this DJ radio and it said, when, when you played... Um, who was it they played? It it was a a sort of soul-type star. Modern? Male soul-type person. um, Who was the bloke from the Communards? Lionel Richie, someone like that. Okay, okay. So when you you played Lionel Richie, blah, 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 that was music to my ears. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, yes, because it was music. (laughs) And you have ears. What else would it be to your ears? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't pick up on it, they just read that out. We've had a um, message from Captain Kremen from Harrogate. Captain Kremen was, um, he was the uh, Kenny Everett cartoon He figure, was, exactly. But um, I wouldn't know because obviously I didn't watch cartoons. No, no not, not now. But this, I'm going to have to deny this forever. <laughs> very awkward. Uh, I think he's a genuine captain. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Ha-Ha Airlines use assumed weights for passengers... It's okay. Ha Airlines. Is this a joke airline or a real one? <laughs> Norwegian. Is somebody it? Fi- oh, possibly. Can you find out, please? Thank <laughs> is you. Is it run by um, Morton Harkett? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, so if you have the odd pie eater, it is taken into account. Oh. Okay. They weigh sample loads every couple of years to make sure they're still accurate. On an A330, for example, we don't know what the aircraft weighs to about three to four tonnes because of averaging. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. Because the flight plans and performance is ultra-conservative and gives protection. Fantastic. Also, the aeroplane weighs itself once airborne and then balances itself by pumping fuel fore and aft. Excellent. Simples. But here's the question. He doesn't put simples. He has put simples, but I'm going to forgive him because he put fore and aft. But here's a question. Let's say say you run a private jet company. Okay, I do. And... um, and you get a phone call from, say, Storm, the popular model agency, <laughs> saying we want to fly some of our girls out to Milan, yes. for Milan Fashion Week. They're obviously going to be the other extreme. Is it possible that you'd never be able to get the plane out the sky? No, I think their luggage would counteract it. I think. Oh, of course, their luggage! (laughs) I hadn't thought about that. That's a very good point. I still haven't found out whether Ha Ha Airlines is genuine or just some sort of Muppet Show Airlines. It's it's just briefly before we go, I think. No, it is real. Han Airlines. They fly between Dusseldorf, maybe it was autocrat, and Luxembourg. Arguably the best memorabilia text that we've had in uh, was in a pub outskirts of Manchester with lots of MUFC, Manchester United fans, uh, memorabilia on the walls, got talking to three locals. One of them had a signed high-vis vest after doing community service along with Eric Cantona when he kicked <laughs> that Crystal Palace fan. <laughs> Very, that's a There's beautiful. a lot to like in that. That's a beautiful... I think just the idea of memorabilia you can see in the dark <laughs> is such a great thing. I think memorabilia uh, from a fellow crim is always nice. What, yes. what a great bloke. Uh, doesn't Cantona come out of that well that he would sign a high-vis jacket in that context. Need a sharpie for Oh, that. Le Grand Eric, <laughs> as uh, Peter Cook used to call him on fantasy football. Oh, those years ago. OK, that's the end of the show. Um, thank you for listening to us. Uh, happy Easter. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. 
Now get out.